This is Stoner Babble, where the smoke is thick and the stories are stupid. In this episode, we talk about the Russian forest fires, Burke's trip to the dentist, and apparently how volcano scientists can't be real. So sit back, grab a joint, and chill. I'll catch you on the other side, and you stay high, my friends. Earlier, you said something that was weird, and you said something about your tongue, man. Well, what's up? What's up with that? Why don't yeah, you tell why us? You gotta bring that up, bro. Why don't you tell me a little story about what's going on there? So I had to go to the dentist today to get a crown, and uh, it's a female dentist and an assistant. Now that I think about it, there's no dudes that work there. I've never seen a dude in there working. The dentist and the assistant come in, and she's like, has me open up, and she's sizing up the crown, and she was just like, "I need you to move your tongue. You have a very abnormally strong tongue." <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a very weird thing to hear when there's a lady with four fingers in your mouth <laughs> she says that to me right she turns her attention to the assistant while her fingers are still in my mouth and she was telling her how strong my tongue was <laughs> which was just very awkward for me and she was just like yeah you just gotta be you gotta you gotta hold his tongue because his tongue will push you around it'll move the instruments and she said last time he was in here when he left my fingers were sore (laughs) (laughs) and do you know how hard that was for me to hear because i have the sense of humor sometimes of a child like of michael scott i just wanted to blurt out that's what she said a thousand times you know these ladies are really talking about my tongue right now while she's basically got a fist in my mouth. And I don't know what to do right now. And I just thought that was weird, man. Did she ask what that tongue do? <laughs> no. No. Oh, man. Are you going to go back? I mean, it's my dentist. <laughs> but aren't you afraid now? She's going to stick that entire fist in there. <laughs> no, like, I'm curious now. What are you curious about? I just want to know if like this was just like, maybe this lady's got a thing for my tongue, bro. You think she has a tongue fetish? Oh, fuck. Is that a thing? Could be. I mean, there's a fetish for everything else. You think her career started because of the tongue fetish? Yep. But I need to get to the bottom of this. This is a breaking story. (laughs) It is. (laughs) The the tongue thief. (laughs) Tongue puncher. Yeah, like what if like I went in there for like a routine thing one day and then like I woke up. Because they put me under and my tongue was gone. <laughs> and, she, and you never see her again? And I never see her again. And then documentary breaks out like 15 years later. That's insane, dude. The pursuit of your dentist. Wow. All the way down to Columbia. She's probably hanging out with McGaffey down there. Man. Getting high as a motherfucker. That would They'd suck, They'd probably grind bro. up your tongue and snort it like an aphrodisiac. I don't know, man. I think she would do weird things with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. That's enough of that. That's enough of that one. Ugh. What's on the list, though? Do you remember? <laughs> this is why I saved a bunch of shit on Discord. <laughs> oh, good thing our phones are here. Yeah, do you have Discord? I definitely do. Uh, I forgot my password. It would only make sense. But yeah, yeah, there was a, a recent news article that piqued my interest. The title of the article, Man Who Was Given Life Sentence for $30 Marijuana Sale Set to Be Freed. So get this. This poor guy got caught selling 0.69 grams of marijuana to an undercover undercover (laughs) officer that came to his house. Sold him weed there and and he got arrested. Well, in this state, 
they have a three strike law so as a repeat offender so the judge just threw him in jail life sentence selling less than a gram of weed but the, and the other thing those other two offenses were non-violent crimes they didn't say in the article what they were, and I couldn't really dig them up, but nonviolent crimes. So you got guys serving life in prison. What year was Luckily, this? 2008. So he went to prison for life in 2008 for nonviolent crimes in a weed sale. What state? Uh, Louisiana. What color was he? Black? Yes, sir. Oh, and there, there's your answer. Oh, I know. I know the answer. You know, someone finally defended him, rightfully right. so, and got him out of there. Yep. There was a, I think this guy, there was a GoFundMe started for, to get back on his feet, obviously, because he's been in prison for that long. It like skyrocketed through with the GoFundMe. It's really cool to see someone get out. At the same time, I just wonder how many are in there like that as well. And I mean, hopefully this is eye-opening for a lot of people. This happened as a result of the people that we elect to make our laws and withhold our laws and and uphold them. The people that we're responsible for voting for are the ones that make these laws. They don't even think that we're smart enough to realize that they're doing this shit right in our face. They think that we don't see, like, this guy's going to prison for life for two nonviolent things and a half a gram of weed. Come on, bro. Maybe the American people are just now coming around to realizing this. Maybe maybe that's the problem. You know what? I guess that would be true because I didn't really know much until I started smoking which was really only a, two years ago. And and to me, obviously, pot was demonized, so I didn't really, I guess I didn't look into the truth behind the matter. I could see that. Maybe it's starting to come to light more. I think when I was looking up the article, there was about 81,000 that were on in the jail system right now that were just minor possession charges. Yeah, that's 81,000 brothers and fathers, someone's dad, yeah. that are in jail for weed, bro. Like, it's just fucking stupid. Right. Like, you're... You're telling someone that they can't be free and to be with their family and to provide for their family because of a plant. And even beyond that, too, provide back to society, which in turn pays taxes more, right? Instead, Man. instead they're in there and... You know, where are taxes going towards that system? It's a fucked up game, man. It is. Now that I'm seeing how the game is being played, it's nuts to me. Mm -hmm. And it's all about money. The U.S. jail system, largest in the world, is privatized. Right. You ever watch those documentaries about that? Mm -hmm. And how how the jail system works? Eye-opening with how the state pays them. And you don't realize, like, you think it's... It's ran by the state, and it's not. You hear stories about like how America's jails are privatized, and they're big business, right? Mm-hmm. It's gross. We know that. But then their rebuttal is, well, look at countries like Peru. Look at their prison system. When someone says, who do you think has the best jail population? I'm not saying Peru. A third world country is not going to have a great prison system. How could they? They don't have a great system to begin with. Now you're just giving me two extremes. What's the answer? And the answer is like, there's countries in the middle that their jails aren't privatized. They do actual rehabilitation. You go there and you you come away a better person. Like there's ways to do it that are right, but it's never going to be right if you're just focusing on the dollar. It's weird It seems like everything is happening all at once. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe the fucking wheels do need to fall off. That way we can all pick ourselves back up and try to do things a different way and a right way. But it's going to be a bumpy road. What do you think you would do if the scenario is happening? Like you see the stuff with these crazy hurricanes, all the fires, right? Everything's burning. 
Let's say Yellowstone erupts. You want to live through that? If Yellowstone erupts, I think we're all dead. I'm pretty sure that cauldron is the largest one in the world, so you wouldn't live through it. But uh, it, like on that scale, probably not. But at the same time, my survival instinct is pretty hard. All right, let's say something happened that wiped out 85% of the population. Would you want to be part of that 15%? Honestly, I'm going to say yes, just because I think I could make a difference. I, I also know that my survival instinct will kick in. And I'm going to be honest, if I see a tidal wave coming towards me, I probably will be running instead of watching it. It's just like you want to flee something. You're going to mm-hmm. you're gonna run. Just being on that 15%, you're going to get to see things start over. To see the earth regrow. I don't know. Yeah, the only thing I would have an issue with is it going to be that power plays. Because they're going to be everywhere. Who? Power plays. People want to, they're going to try to seek power. Like running a city. Or what was that movie with uh, Denzel Washington? The Book of Eli. Book of Eli. Just like that. Yeah. where Where you had the power play in that city. And for what reason? Yeah. Other than to have power. Are you going to be a guy that has power in the, in those times? I like my chances. Yeah? Yeah. So you do you think you would be a leader? Yeah. How would your leadership be? What would what would a Burke leadership look like? Direct. Very direct. Very direct, okay. To the point. I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to protect you. You're not people. here to shake hands? You know, no. you're here to... No, no. I'm just... I'm like Sting. Sting I'm, the singer or Sting the wrestler? The wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like standing over the arena, just looking. Yeah, I'm just watching. Oh, I, I do like that, yeah. I, that image. Yeah. You got a, base, a black baseball bat ready to rain down hell. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to be like Sting. Like, You're just one of those guys that, that fear is greater than what you probably will do. Yeah. Like you guys provide me with place and, and food. I'll take care of the rest. I'll do the dirty work. Okay. You're going to be a dirty politician. That's not true. Well, you just said you could be a power guy running a sieve, and sometimes you're going to play dirty. That's not what I said. What did you say? I said they are going to make sure that the things around me are done well, and I'm safe, and they're going to provide me with food. And then I'm going to provide them with everything else. You know what you sound like? What? A pimp. (laughs) You sound like a pimp to your sieve, man. (laughs) Like, I'll keep you safe. Just bring me what I want. That's not... No. <laughs> See, there you go again. Put words in my mouth, bro. <laughs> Bringing you food, whatever. No. Oh, it, sounds, it very sounds very pimpish to me. I could be like, hey, I'm going to make sure I have the biggest house, and I'm going to make sure I have the biggest supplies and blah. Like, I'm not asking for that. All I'm asking is, you know what? Keep the things around me clean and in order. I can't worry about the people in the town causing me problems. So I need you to police yourself. And then I'm going to police the things that are trying to come in here. So you're a very hands-off leader. Correct. I'm going to teach them. I'm going to teach them how to self-sustain. And then I'm going to be the Overwatch guy. Just looking down from my perch. I feel like you're going to be living in a black castle. I don't know why. You yes, just have I this- would. I would definitely live in a black castle. If I had my choice, I would have black stone walls in my house. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, I want just black Ooh, everything. Like an onyx. Yes. Oh, look at you pulling out your Bob Ross color palette. I love Bob Ross. He's taught me many things. I learned more from Steven. Steven is the son, if you guys did not know that. Hell of a painter that Steven Hell is. Hell of a painter, and he's got some personality behind it. And when Steve? I say personality, I mean no. Hey, man. Don't be hating on Steve. Hey, bro. you know what? I love Steve. He just, I, Bob did it a little bit better on camera. That's all I'm saying. He was a presentator, man. 
With a, a presentation. presentation in, in what is a presentator? A, pres- a presentator is someone that presents. So you presentate. You mean, you mean a presenter? No, I mean he presentates. That's the new word. I just, I just. You shake, can't just I make up it. a word, bro. I did just now. That's gonna be a thing. Hashtag Shakespearean. How many milligrams of those did we just eat? Oh, I forgot we did edibles. It was three and a half, I believe. Oh, so we had 30... 35. 35. <laughs> 35 plus one whole uh, J. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. What were we talking about? Fuck, man. What? There was kingdoms involved, I know. We were talking about... Oh, my castle. Yeah, yeah your the castle, castle. Yep. Now you were overlooking your sieve. And that would be that would be the name of my... Your my, city? My castle. Black castle. Black Castle? Be name my city, yep. Black Castle. I'm just steering clear of that fucking place. Good. I feel, I feel like they're just giving nothing but death and bad nah, intentions. Bro. See, that's what you think, but what you don't understand is it's classy, and you wouldn't understand that because you're not oh, classy. Oh, now we got a classy castle going on. It's huh? an onyx black, just classy fucking castle, bro, with candles burning. Classy and I'm talking about candles. We, the pool out back is black onyx too, bro, and I'm just saying, we're keeping it classy. You don't... You don't belong in Black Castle, bro. So you steer clear of it. And hopefully mm. everyone else will too, is what I'm saying. Just put those signs up. Listen, man. You don't <laughs> want to fuck with the people in Black Castle, is all I'm saying. Oh, you know what? I'm going to fucking invade. I'm tired of you guys' shit. You guys have always been so petty. Listen, bro. I already told you I'm looking over Trying to control everything. prices on the fucking market. <laughs> That's not true. Yes, it is. I no. found that fucking thing. I found the documentation leading all the way back to you with your fun and your fucking money. It's a fucking logistical nightmare. It took me two oh, years to figure out. Oh, dude. You know who my right-hand man's going to be? Oh, here we go. Booker T. Of course it is. Booker T, <laughs> Booker baby. Booker T with this Ben Rooney. Yeah. Fuck All right. It. It's me and Booker T, bro. And okay. And we just, we're running Black Castle. What are you going to set Booker T to doing? Booker T's kind of like the CEO of the whole thing. Booker T's in charge of the police and military in Black Castle. Booker T's a militia, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's my secretary of defense. So your second hand <clears throat> man, secretary of defense, Booker T. Yeah. Famous spinner If you guys didn't know, Booker T is WCW, baby. Actually, I liked him more in WCW. Dude, Booker T is top five best wrestlers now, of all time. I'm not going to get in this one with you. I mean, you don't need to because it's true. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I just really want to stick with invading. And you know who's my right hand man? Who? Fucking Sting. The singer? <laughs> the wrestler. But the the singer is my ever left-hand man then. So he's singing a song as we're marching to your fucking castle. And Sting just Listen. got his baseball bat wavering in the air, ready to rain down fucking hellfire. Listen, bro. I'm up in my crow's nest. I'm popping Sting right off the fucking truck. Boop, oh, my boop, God. You. Boop. He's yeah. coming right out. And yeah. then Sting, the singer, is going to be like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Boom. Booker T spin a Rudy right out the Jeep, bro. And then you're all that's left. And then we're good. <laughs> We're good, bro. <laughs> Before any of this happened, the lights turned off. Like it was daylight, and then Sting entered the scene. You can't see shit. It's pure darkness out there. What, maybe- and then fucking Sting illuminates night as he's singing a song. But only we can see it because we see it through his eyes. And we come marching on you motherfuckers. But you and forgot- you guys are all like this. No, no, no. You forgot one important okay. detail. Mm-hmm. You forgot one important detail. Mm-hmm. You forgot. You didn't ask me who my right or my left hand man was. Uh-huh. It's Kane. And he brings down the hellfire, bro. So when you turn into darkness, he's just like, nope. 
Turns it to fire, lights it back up. You're dead, bro. You're done. Uh-uh. The only thing you didn't nope, realize nope, is that... Nope, you're done. <laughs> nope, Jim Ross called it. He said, oh, my God, he's dead. He said it just like that, too. <laughs> oh, my, oh God, my God, he's, he's dead. dead. And then uh, Black Castle lives on, bro. Okay. Hey, have you guys checked out our website, stoner-babble.com? It leads you to all our episodes, contact info, Patreon page, and more. Share with family and friends. Also, rate us on Apple. And press that follow button to know when the next episode drops. Anyway, we love you guys, and let's get back to the show. I got a stupid question for you. If you had to eliminate one juice, which one would you get rid of? Grapefruit. Not the biggest fan of grapefruit juice by itself. I'm not either, but I'm trying to think. Is there it, one that I don't like more than that? I mean, I got to stick with the commons. Apple juice is great. Grape juice is great. Orange juice. Orange juice is great. Cranberry juice. Cranberry juice is great. Lemonade. All the blends are really good. Tropical blends. Yeah, I'd probably get rid of grapefruit too, man. Ugh. Which is something about a grapefruit. I don't know what it is, but it's just got this weird texture to me and this weird funky taste. It's all right. It's but, bitter. Yeah, that's probably what it is. That's why old people like them. Because it's bitter? Yeah, because they're bitter. <laughs> so bitter people like bitter things? Yeah, I think so. Is that a thing? I think so. Do you I like mean, Do you like bitter things? My mom always used to tell me, you're so sweet, and I like Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Are you calling yourself sweet now? Yeah. The, the shit you are calling yourself on this show <laughs> is just maddening at this point. It's true, though, bro. No, I'm the, ni- I'm the nicest person in the world, but I'm also the biggest dick in the world. I get it. It's hard to wrap you, your head. If you around. think that whole thing is like a circle and you can just go around it, it's on the same spectrum. <clears throat> you're out of control. It is. You can't be super nice and be super dick. Yes, you time. can. It's a talent. It's a skill. It's a lifestyle. It's a real fuck all. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about, though? You know what I am talking about is this forest fire. Oh, you mean the one that uh, no one knows about? Yeah, you actually told me about this today. Why don't mm-hmm. you break it down a little bit? Basically, Ru- what, what would, I don't remember the places. It's Russia. And then it's affecting the Arctic temperatures. The forest fires are so big and so out of control that it's melting permafrost. Yeah. So get this, guys. Right now, there's 43 regions in Russia that are on fire. They're talking about 150,000 acres ablaze right now. They're in this city, and I'm, I'm going to butcher the name. It starts with a V, so I'm not even really going to say it. But it's a normally one of the coldest spots in the world. It's Right now, it's, it's 100 degrees Fahrenheit. A lot of scientists are thinking that this could radically affect all the glaciers within that region. And this has been going on for how long now? <laughs> a, a, a while. Yeah. It's, like a, over a year, I think. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. They have like a team of 10 people fighting this. Their solution is just to let it burn. The pollution, the methane gas. They have supplied what the world would normally generate in a year in six months. They're responsible for half the pollution of methane gas right now. It's fucking crazy, man. I, you asked, I don't know what episode it was. We talked about how do you think the world ends? And I said climate change. And I think you're starting to see it. No one knows what's going to happen when all this shit melts. How long does it take before it changes back? How many years? Were you the one I was talking, and this is on the same plateau of this? What's, what's his fucking name now? Watts. I was talking to him the other day. Uh-huh. And he was talking about how the earth is now 
starting to become off balance with uh, the tilt of the earth. Yeah. Where, did I talk to you about that? No, but I, I've seen, seen that, that? too. Yeah. So basically, because they're in China, they've been laying so much cement, it's actually forcing the earth to tilt the wrong way. And therefore, it's now sending the earth possibly... We do have time to fix it. Like I think they said two to three years. But if it continues this way, they could have dire consequences. So they're, they're actually talking about setting up a counterbalance in Brazil against the China one to, to get the axis back going. So flat earthers, tell me this. I want to hear what your take is on this thing. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear their argument. And I'm not, and it's not a hate one. I'm just wondering, no, like, yeah. like, like if we see a tilt, it, it will drastically affect the environment. What, what, what then? I mean, this would probably just be all lies, right? I guess. Can I? The can tilt I, of the earth would be a lie. Can I say something real quick? I do not believe the earth's flat. But just because someone does believe that doesn't mean I won't listen to them. Because it only does two things for me. Either A, they're going to prove me wrong, or two, it's just going to reassure myself that I'm right. I will never down that person for having that belief, because no matter what, I'm still gaining from this. You're gaining that knowledge. From this conversation, yeah. yeah. I've always agreed with that, too. Like I actually want you to come talk to me, because I find all ideas just immensely fascinating, even if I don't believe in it. Because there's a lot of things that flat earthers have said that haven't been like, oh, that's interesting. I may not believe what you, you're saying. It just proves that you can take any topic, and if you paint the narrative, in a way that people can easily understand or get behind, or you're targeting a certain type of person, if you do it the right way, you can make it stick. Like, I wonder if someone just, like, out of the blue was just like, fucking Earth is flat, bro. It just kind of, like, snowballed and to the point where it's at now, and it's like, oh, shit. I had never in my life heard of anyone thinking the Earth was flat until maybe two years ago. I think it's been around a little bit longer than that. Yeah, but I never, like, but yeah, yeah I've never heard anyone be like, yo, bro, the Earth is flat. I have only known maybe a few, and one of them was from work, but I never talked to him about it. Because, I mean, everything that I've ever seen or heard or been taught is fucking earth is round who put that idea in your head is just what i want to know you watch that documentary about the flat earthers yeah because it had the main dude on there that kind of started the whole revolution well anyway flat earthers get at us if you hear this if not cool we're moving on but anyway yeah back to that forest fire holy fuck yeah putin, <sighs> mr putin vladimir president whatever you call yourself just help us out man like put together a team and go fight those fires because you're you're fucking up beautiful beautiful force and beautiful fucking polar ice caps help us out bro i mean you were smart enough to get the cure to coronavirus i'm pretty sure that you can put out some fires put out this fire already yeah man come on we're calling our buddy terry styles hey you <laughs> this guy over here. What are you up to? Oh, nothing much, man. Just got home with a pizza. What kind yeah. of pizza? Didn't you just have a pizza last night, too? I made myself a frozen pizza last night. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway. Hey, what do you think about the Russian forest fires? The Russian forest fires? Yeah. What do you think about them? I didn't know that there was any forest fires in Russia. There's 150,000 acres on fire, possibly starting to melt ice caps, and they can't stop it. It's 45 regions in Russia. Oh. Yeah. What'd you think about that? that, that that's not good, man. No. What would you do if you were Putin? Yeah, I'd probably count my money and 
Wow. How much does it cost? You can speak Russian? What does that mean? A little. Okay, I kind of figured. That's cool. When you? Why did you learn Russian? Um, I've been to Russia twice in my life. Oh, wow! Interesting. I did not know this about him. Yeah, that's very cool. So I went over there twice. The first time I went there was in 1993 which was right after the fall of the wall you know the, the end of communism and that was crazy i needed him yeah 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 i'm a mom i've been to russia twice oh yeah, that's interesting. That's crazy, man. I did not oh, know that about everyone you. Everyone, look at me. Oh. I've been to Russia twice. Uh. <laughs> so, Terry Styles, what do you got for us this week? Well, yeah, what's got you all fired up this week? Lately, I've been spending some time up at the lake house, right? This little cottage that my family had. Okay, so marijuana became legal for recreational use in Michigan. What was it? Last year? Or two years ago? Last year, I think, yeah. Yeah, and it's just finally starting to come around. Like, you got to keep in mind, this is like a family situation. All well, the family members sit there with a Coors Light, you know, all day long. I personally have smoked weed with most of them. Would people do it out in public? Like, and when I say in public, I mean in front of other family members. Other family members, like, can you believe what they're doing out there? And I'm like, what? What are they doing? Like, they're passing around a joint by the campfire. I'm like, yeah. So, like, number one, like, motherfucker, you, you cut me and roll you a joint. And number two, like, it's illegal now. And number three, like, you've been drinking whiskey sour since 10 a.m. If we made it legal for recreational use, when is the stigma of it being illegal going to go away? Don't be wrong. Like, I don't think it's appropriate to be fucked up, whether it be an alcohol or anything. In front of little kids, especially when they're your kid. But in a vacation setting, it does happen. And everybody turns their head. Nobody says a word when Uncle Rick is puking because he's been drinking Jack and Cokes all day. But then everybody's all bent out of shape. Like, can you believe what they're doing? They're passing around an marijuana joints by the fire. I'm like, you know, man, like, that's some kind of that's some bullshit. Like, you're full of shit. Imagine if you went to work. And everyone at work went out the night before and got fucked up at the bar. You couldn't go in and be like, dude, I smoked a joint and fucking watched Spider-Man four times last night. Like, that would be frowned upon. I'm not saying walk down the middle of the street. Obviously, there's laws still in place. But in a family type of environment, if, if Uncle Rick is puking and Uncle whatever, Aunt whatever, is like talking all loud and giggling and acting an idiot because she's been drinking all day, and then I'm sitting there with a joint in my hand, why am I the one getting judged here? Like, Sometimes you just gotta say, fuck it, dude. Just blow that shit. Right, well, that's and then the, the ultimate hypocrisy is that after they criticize me or before they criticize me behind my back, they hey, man, get a hit off of that. They'll sneak away with it. That pissed me off because it was like this double standard thing. The, the, the weed culture is still looked at as either you're some like disgrace hippie or lazy person or it leads up to other drugs and that kind of stuff. And it's like, when the fuck are we going to do away with that nonsense, man? I don't know, bro. Maybe you should start that movement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, 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 Terry, what do you think about your, what about your homeboy, Brian Urlacher? What about him? You know, he's, he's getting, they're canceling him. What does he do? I didn't 
He tweeted out, NBA players boycott the playoffs because a dude reaching for a knife wanted on a felony sexual assault warrant was shot by police. Uh, I wish he hadn't done that. And then he also tweeted, Brett Favre played Monday night football game the day his dad died through four touchdowns in the first half and was a legend for playing in the face of adversity. NBA players boycott the playoffs because a dude reaching for a knife wanted on a sexual assault warrant shot by police. That was the whole thing. Unless, like, there was, like, a national issue with Brett Favre's dad being terrorized and systematically persecuted against, then that's a very poor analogy on his part. That 17-year-old kid that shot those guys with the assault rifle? Someone put out a picture that said, free him and Patriot Lives Matter, and he liked it. You know, I don't know. Maybe, you know, I loved Erlacher as a player. Maybe he had too many concussions or something. You know, obviously he missed the point about why the NBA players boycotted in the first place. There's very few sports fans that I know that aren't behind it, that don't understand it, why they're doing what they're doing. You know, and I and I think if you've, if you've seen the Robert Ory video, if you watch that at all, you know, he kind of explains the best, man. And uh, I think a guy like Erlacher just should shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's what Terry Styles says to Erlacher. Just shut the fuck just up. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, just shut the fuck up, dude. Uh, I, I, I own one of your jerseys, bro. Just shut up. Oh, man. Maybe we can get a Terry Styles segment of you burning that jersey. All right. Uh, All right, right I'm going to let you go. We're going to answer your question. I'm going to put you down because my hand hurts holding you up so long. So. All GG's. Right. GG's. All right. All right, GG's. See you, buddy. Damn, Terry Styles on point again. Well done. God damn it. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. So his first part was what again? Yep. Damn it. I knew I was going to forget it. It was a really good part. The hypocrisy. Oh, about smoking with your family yep. and how they turn your nose. I luckily don't deal with that. My family all smokes. It's tough because, you know, they banned smoking cigarettes in all restaurants, right? But it would be cool, like, if they had an outdoor area at a restaurant where you could be like, hey, I want to sit outside because I want to smoke smoke a joint. And, like, maybe you only, well, that'd be the smoker section again. Could you imagine going to, like, a nice restaurant that has an outdoor patio and you fucking get to smoke a joint and then they bring you, like, a nice steak with some fucking shrimp and some... There are restaurants starting to pop up like that. Yeah, now, Which that. is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there is that certain... I'm, I agree with Terry Styles. There is still that stigma. I think we'll just take time, like he said. I don't think it's going to take generations. I'm already seeing people change their minds within a couple of years. I think it's more going to be like maybe 10 years. Yeah. The, the true stoners are like, yes, the law is passed. And yep. then what happens is, is those people like that normally wouldn't have been around weed are getting introduced to it and then that's slowly gonna happen and then they're gonna introduce someone and like yeah it's it's it'll, it'll happen if big tobacco finds a way to just start releasing packs of marijuana filled cigarettes it's done it will happen overnight well i don't know if you could sell like that either because uh, i don't know yeah, sure I mean, can. I guess you could. It doesn't matter. There's vending machines that sell it. Yeah, you got to pay for a fucking... You got to show your license when you buy a cigarette. Yeah. It would be the same thing for this. Same fucking... It's the same fucking thing, really. Yeah. You can't I wait mean, for that. If you can walk into a gas station and pick up a pack of just joints. That's dangerous. That is dangerous. That's, that's a dangerous game. dangerous, bro. Well, actually, by then, if you think about it, if there's going to be that much supply, the prices are going to be low, too. Yeah, it'd be like seven bucks. It'd be like the price of a pack of cigarettes. Yep. So, yeah, it is super dangerous then. Because <laughs> you could be buying, buying a pack a day. What if, like, big tobacco 
started slowly putting little bits of THC in the normal cigarettes to give people a taste of it. We just slowly wean them off tobacco altogether. And just everyone's smoking weed, bro. Dude, imagine how much more chill shit would be. That would be nice, yeah. Or even if they threw like CBD in there. Speaking of CBD, they started to give that to elephants now? Or they're starting to. So what's happening is, as you guys should know, elephants have big, big hearts. So when one of them dies, they do get truly sad and and sometimes they can pass away from the sadness. Well, this recently happened at one of the zoos. So the zoo decided to look into giving it CBD. Now, they're not doing it right now. They have to go through a lot of tests because, I mean, we talked about how much fucking CBD do you got to give an elephant? A gallon of it? So they're doing tests on It had to be more than that. It had to be more than that. It had to be. Oh, I know. You'd have to give it like five gallons of oil, bro. Like you kill that fucking elephant just with the amount of oil you put inside of it. Can you die from CBD overdose though, I, or is there an overdose? You think? I mean, I, I don't think the CBD is what would kill you. I think the oil is what would kill you. I was thinking about just making a CBD pool they could roll around in, but I guess you could die that way too. Hey, let's try it. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> No, we're moving on. Talking no, about no, I want to go back for a second uh-huh. to the CBD oil pool. <laughs> so let me tell you, let me get this straight, bro. A fucking elephant can just roll itself in oil uh-huh. and then walk about the desert and get cooked by the fucking sun, bro. It's not in a fucking desert. It's in the fucking zoo and it's sheltered. So it's just got a CBD pool it hangs out in, you know, <laughs> fucking sucking up the oils. What if it's like a real hot fucking day, bro? And like, it's got a den, bro. It, it's got well, it's know, a cool <laughs> elephant den, bro. The, do you think the elephant knows it's on fire? Yes, I think the <laughs> elephant can feel its own feelings. Uh, <laughs> this is why it's taking CBD, because it can feel too much. Oh man, this shit's wild, bro. <laughs> really? This is, shit's man. wild, man. You rolling elephants in oil, bro. If, if it helps them, so be it. I'm down for the elephant. Would being you do as that? Good. What? Would you jump into a CBD oil pool? I don't think CBD has a good effect on me. I haven't noticed it when I take it. So but I don't would think you do I, it? if it doesn't kill me, sure. How would it kill you? I don't know yet. You're just swimming in oil. That's cool. What if I give set a fire? There's no fire. But what if there was? It's a YMCA, bro. What? That's where it's at. They've been known to catch on fire. No! You got so many people that spontaneously combust way up in those YMCA. <laughs> no one has ever spontaneous combusted okay. at a YMCA. First of all, one. They, they, no. <laughs> No. One. Nah, man. You ain't getting me on this one, bro. <laughs> ain't not near one person ever fucking spontaneous combusted at you know a YMCA, what? bro. You know what's going to be funny? This has never happened. No, no. Mm-mm. I got I hope someone has. Nah, bro. It ain't going to happen. No one's ever done that shit because it ain't real shit. Has anyone spontaneous combusted in a YMCA? <laughs> that's why I just Google searched. And of course, nothing pops up because that's the most that's ridiculous true, thing bro, in the world. true, bro. No one's ever spontaneous combusted ever anywhere. And it, and it definitely happened in a YMCA. But what up with the documented pictures that are on there? Nah, man. I ain't buying that shit. If a motherfucker can just spontaneously light himself on fire, he'd be touring the country getting rich. Nah, man. That shit ain't real but why are you discrediting it if there's <laughs> so like if i showed you several pictures that i can pull up right now you'd be like those are just fake I mean, or, or something else happened be like i i i remember seeing a picture and what it was was there the the woman was missing 
her torso and her shoulders were left and her legs were left and it was just a dark pit. It burned into the couch, but yeah. nothing else was burned. It was weird. And this is from 40s, but 50s. bro, those are just pictures. What if they burnt that bitch and then just set her on the couch? What do you think it is? I mean, have you actually seen anything like it? No or one has. That's it's... the thing. Here's how you would convince me that a motherfucker could catch on fire, right? This is the scenario that it would take for me to believe that a motherfucker could just pop up in flames, all right? I'd have to be walking through a shopping mall, outdoor shopping mall, in the middle of summer, and see a motherfucker with a tank top on, and some flip-flops, and some swimming trunks. And if he was walking alone on a clear sky day, I saw him just burst into flames. That would be the only way I'd ever believe that. It's irrational. Why does it have to be so specific? You're not going to convince me by showing me any pictures, and I'm never going to believe any video. I have to see that with my own two eyes. So you can't believe in almost anything then, because like the news, you couldn't believe in. Well, I actually trust that too. I don't believe in the news. Yeah, I don't believe in that shit either. But like anything you ever saw, unless you were in person for it, you cannot believe with that statement. Right. Well, how about this space junk? (laughs) Did you know there's like 2,000 dead satellites around the Earth? I believe that because we're fucking trash people, bro. Could you imagine being an alien flying by and all you see is just just junk field orbit around the Earth? There's supposed to be like 84,000 pieces just floating around. This is what I hope. (laughs) I want to tell you what I hope. (laughs) I hope it's a good one. We find out that we were created by some alien life form, right? They created us. Like you said, there's different simulations of us, right? Maybe in our minds, we think that we're number one, but then like they come back and they're like, what the fuck happened, bro? Like, what did you people do to this place? Like, what if we're like the buttholes of the simulation, but in our minds, we think that we're the best? It's like, you got fucking junk floating around in your your, your space system. You, you killed all the water. You're fucking killing each other. Like, what are you doing? And like, they just take one of us. And they take us to another dimension. Like, look how easy it could have been. <laughs> no, man, I think about shit like that. Like, what if the, the aliens that we think of aren't really what we think they are? And they just are like, man, you fucking dummies fucked this all up. Yeah, you can definitely tell we're a young species because we just don't fucking get it, man. Who's going to clean up the space junk, though? Here's the other crazy thing. <laughs> In this article, they were saying, if your company satellite dies... You have 24 years to figure out a way to get it down. 24 years. So you can just float up there. And like, how is that even going to be enforced? And then they they do cite that you can still travel in space. Like, it's not a minefield. But I have a feeling that that is a... Yet. <laughs> that's that's not the truth, though, either. Yet. It's not a minefield yet. Yeah. But it very much will be. We'll just have a shield around Earth of just junk. Could you imagine that? What if the junk cloud gets so big it blocks the sun? Wouldn't that be the way to go? I think at one time Bill Gates suggested about shoot dust at the sun. To dampen it? Yeah. Wonder if that would work. That sounds like a Futurama episode where they built that giant mirror. <laughs> like a last ditch episode. Like, <laughs> the planet is 143 degrees everywhere. What do we do? Shoot dust at shoot it. Shoot dust at it. No, you know what they would do? They would force volcanoes to erupt because that would shoot dust in the air. But maybe you just do it 
specifically at certain areas. Dude, that's my worst fear is dying from climate change where it's just you die of it being so hot. Yeah, no. I'd rather freeze to death. What about flooding though, man? Like what if everything melts and then that wave comes up? I mean, they say. I mean, you're gonna, drowning say, is my. I think my biggest fear actually. But they say that's also the most peaceful way to die. I know, but the idea of sucking in, and now being set on fire would be the worst. Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. I don't know how that monk did it when he did it to himself in protest. Did you see the video of that yeah. where he set himself on fire? That's just didn't say a word either. I heard that's the worst, but yeah, I heard drowning is peaceful, but how do you hear about that, you know? No uh, one's going to tell you. That's true. How do you know it's peaceful? <laughs> yeah, how do you know until you experience it? But the idea of having to breathe, you suck in the water. I don't want to talk about that anymore. It's morbid. You brought it up. Did I bring that up? Yeah. Death? Oh, you talking we were talking about the the melting or burning up. Yeah. You're talking about burning up. Yeah. I so shooting that. dust in the air. I think that could be, yeah. You set, set off a volcano, shoot dust in the air, there you go. Black out the sun for a few. It would have to be done specifically, and I don't know if you can control it, though. Right. How do you know when's enough? Well, you can, yeah, you definitely can control it. That's why I thought if you maybe you set off a smaller one. And then how do you. F- and then you, but you gotta make sure it's not connected to. Because the, there's a volcano super system. Did you know about that one? There's a ring of volcanoes that's all connected. I mean, is that too much history or something? Because that's current. Listen. Think about what you just said. There's a ring of volcanoes that are all connected. A, lava does what to anything? Burns it. Melts it, right? Uh Uh-huh. So, how anyone know that they're all connected? Are you really going to argue with me about the research about volcanoes now? Are you a volcano expert now? You are proving yourself to be filthy you might talk about like there might be two small volcanoes next to each other that they have tunnels to but there's no way that they're all connected to each other it's just there might be small groups of them connected you're saying that all volcanoes are connected no way bro. the ring of fire is a major area in the base in the pacific ocean where earthquakes and volcano eruptions occur in large 40 kilometer horseshoe fate is a source where the volcano arcs 452 volcanoes in total you you need to let you me do There's this no research There's no way thing? that they would know that! There's easy ways to know. They study volcanoes all the time. It's not like something they cannot see. You track the magma flow underneath the rock. Oh. No. I no. I no longer want to do no. this. Actually, I'm on break. I I'm even so this. angry no. with you about this. There's no way! Whoa! <laughs> this is This nuts. is ridiculous! This is nuts!